Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? From John the 12th chapter in verse 19, we find the declaration about Christ that the world is gone after Him. Today, dear friend, do you need to go after the Christ? You know, there is no one greater of whom we can pursue, and that's for certain, that if we follow after Him, our lives will be so much better. Thank you to our J-Web, and greetings to all of you for your kind welcome and welcoming us into your heart and into your home to study together the Word of God. Wherever you may be listening to us, we are thankful that you have chosen to listen to our broadcast of International Gospel Hour, and we'll do our best not to let you down. We're simply going to go back to the Scriptures and study those things therein. So with that being said, let's return to John the 12th chapter, and I want to back up a few verses and begin with verse 12. The next day a great multitude that had come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him and cried out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel! Then Jesus, when he had found a young donkey, sat on it, as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion! Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things were written about him, and that they had done these things to him. Therefore the people who were with him when he called Lazarus out of his tomb and raised him from the dead bore witness. For this reason the people also met him, because they heard that he had done this sign. The Pharisees therefore said among themselves, You see that you are accomplishing nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. The Pharisees were, if you will, dear friends, arguing among themselves, We're not accomplishing anything. The world has gone after Christ. Oh, let's talk about this. You know, going back to the book of Zechariah, chapter 9 and verse 9, we read the prophecy of this entrance of Christ that's fulfilled here in John 12 and also in Mark 1 or Mark 11, verse 1 through 11. And we note how the people acknowledged Christ, but His purpose was not to be an earthly king, not then and even now. His departure to the mountain in John 6 and verse 15, as He perceived He would be taken by force to be a king, He got away from it. Why, his clear teaching in John 18.36, Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight, that I should not be delivered to the Jews, but now is my kingdom not from hence. And truly, the kingdom of Jesus was not an earthly kingdom, but rather a spiritual kingdom. And dear friends, we submit to you today in light of Scripture, it is in existence this very day. The kingdom is not something to be built upon this earth. The kingdom is in existence upon this earth as a spiritual kingdom. In Matthew 16, verses 18 and 19, Jesus looked unto Peter, 
and said, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The church and the kingdom are one and the same, dear friends. In our study today, you will find those that are added to the church are also added to the kingdom. What happened on the day of Pentecost? Well, the prophecy concerning the house of David was brought forth. We read that in 2 Samuel seven twelve and 13. And it was preached on Pentecost in Acts two twenty nine through 36, affirming that this prophecy was the Christ who would reign, not David. And on that day we see those that were added to the church, Acts 2 and verse 47. Today we're going to talk about in our series of Who is Jesus, that we're going to see that He truly is the King of kings and Lord of lords. We will also study and see His kingdom that is in existence this very day. Listen to these verses that affirm Christ as the King of kings. In 1 Timothy 6.15, which in His times He shall show who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords. In Revelation 17.14, These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them, for He is Lord of lords and King of kings. And they that are with Him are called and chosen and faithful. And in Revelation 19.16, And He hath on His vesture and on His thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Dear friends, today let's talk about who is Jesus. He's the King of kings, the Lord of lords, and His kingdom is in existence, if you will, today. But first, a very brief pause to hear about our friends at house to house We at International Gospel Hour appreciate our co-laborers at HouseToHouse.com, an outstanding website with topic research, free materials, and an excellent media section. Check it out today at HouseToHouse.com. That's HouseToHouse.com. Jesus Christ is the King in whose kingdom He reigns in the territory of the heart. As Christ is king, well, obviously a kingdom must have a territory, and here's where his territory lies. Listen to Luke 17:21. Neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. You know, within a territory there are subjects or people, and did not Jesus teach us to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, and that he that believes and is baptized would be saved? He that believes not would be condemned. Mark sixteen fifteen and 16. And in Matthew 28, beginning with verse 18, All power or all authority is given unto me in both heaven and on earth, to go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We know the territory is the heart of man. Once again, we'll go to the day of Pentecost when the preaching of Christ pricked them in the heart. It hit them straight in the heart, Acts 2.36. They asked in verse 37, what should they do? And they were told to repent and to be baptized into Christ for the remission of sins. In Acts 2 and verse 38, that statement is so clear, friends. And repentance, some translations say, change your hearts. They were pricked in their heart. And they were able to change that heart. And that's what they did, according to Acts 2, verse 41. Now, dear friends, upon the day of Pentecost, as that kingdom came into existence, it also fulfills Mark 9 and verse 1. 
Because Jesus said there that there would be some standing there that would not taste death until they see the kingdom of God come with power. Now, dear friends, if the kingdom has not come, there is at least one 2,000-year-old person on this earth still waiting on the kingdom. Dear friends, I checked the Internet. Nobody is around that old. We don't see that. You see, a spiritual kingdom is in existence, and the king wishes to reign in the hearts of men. That's where the territory lies. How about this? How about a king in whose kingdom there is salvation? In Second Timothy 2 and verse 10, we are reminded to obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus. Those in the book of Colossians, those Colossian brethren, they were translated into the kingdom, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Dear friends, they were already in the kingdom, because the kingdom is in existence as the church. When we obey the gospel of our king, we're added to the kingdom, the church, wherein is salvation. Dear friends, have you been added to the kingdom of Christ that we read of in the New Testament? May I share with you a third one very quickly, that Jesus is the King of kings in whose kingdom there is a law, the law of the Spirit. You know, a kingdom must have a law. Galatians 6.2 teaches us to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. In Romans 8 and verse 2, Paul said that the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made him free from the law of sin and death. And the law that is preached is the gospel of Christ, as we noted earlier in Mark 16 and verse 16. And Jesus began to preach when he walked upon this earth in Mark 1, 14 and 15. That preaching of the gospel turned the world upside down. Acts 17 and verse 6, and in Acts 17 and verse 7, it declared there was another king, one Jesus. The King of kings, the Lord of lords, He is still in existence to this very day, dear friends, and we can be part of that kingdom. Let's pause here. We have a very special gift to send you that parallels our study today about who is Jesus. Here is R.J. Webb with more details. For over 50 years, the spiritual sword has served as an excellent tool for reading and study. The spiritual sword brings into print some of the finest literary efforts of noted men in churches of Christ today. We at International Gospel Hour are blessed to share absolutely free a classic edition of this periodical with the theme, Jesus, What He Called Himself. This is a perfect companion to our study today. Again, we will send it absolutely free. Just call us toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and say, Spiritual Sword. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. Please leave your name, address, and say, Spiritual Sword. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, spiritual sword in the message box. We'll send it very soon. And now, let's continue our study. Dear friends, you will enjoy that copy of The Spiritual Sword. It is an excellent tool of study, and we know you'll enjoy reading that material. We endorse biblical sound material here through International Gospel Hour, and as always, 
It's absolutely free. As far as our study today, dear friends, what a kingdom with the King Jesus Christ reigning. It is a place that we must have our lives therein. There is spiritual safety and peace in Christ and in His kingdom. Dear friends, be obedient to His law today and obey the gospel of Christ through faith, repentance, confession, and baptism to begin a faithful walk. Thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,